this dude literally went into business for himself, and you're pretty much giving him his own show now. Yeah. What precedent are we setting here? But he, all right. He moves the needles, baby. He moves the needles. I get it. He but it, it, does that needles. say more to him, or does that say more about the rest of the field? Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Sweet Chin Musings. I am your host, the reigning, rarely defending, highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts, Mike Mueller. With me as always is my tag team partner in crime, the Tommaso Ciampa to my Johnny Gargano, Mr. Luke Cudialis. That's right, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we have a pair of super kicks locked, cocked, and ready to rock your eardrums, so let's get into it, shall we? We shall. On today's episode, we are introducing a new segment called Living the Gimmick, giving a recap and our thoughts on the most recent AEW and WWE pay-per-views, and bringing back everybody's favorite program, Too Hot to Handle, Too Cold to Hold. (laughs) So let's jump into it with a new segment that we're calling Living the Gimmick. This is just a way for us to shout out anybody, not necessarily in the world of pro wrestling, but anybody who's living their gimmick to the extreme. The real-life baby faces and heels of the world, if you will. Uh, And I was inspired to do this because I am a big tennis fan and the French Open is going on right now. And I watched a real life heel turn, which is very, very sort of international heel turn. An international heel turn. Uh, Taylor Fritz, American tennis player, uh, ranked number nine in the world or number eight in the world. And he is over. He's doing great. The highest ranked uh, American tennis player in a long time. So very cool. He's making a deep run. And in the last round, he played one of, if not the last remaining Frenchman in the in the uh, tournament. And obviously, being in France, you've got a very pro-France crowd. And so it's tennis, so it's not like they were, you know, jeering him or anything. But it was very tepid claps for Taylor when he would get a point, And huge thunderous ovations whenever uh, the Frenchman would do anything good. And uh, I don't even know the dude's name. And you know what? It doesn't matter what his name is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Because what does matter is Taylor Fritz won, as he was expected to, and instead of being gracious, you know, tennis is the gentleman's game, uh, Taylor Fritz acted like he was Pac-Man Jones and just (laughs) intercepted uh, the ball on the opposing team's field and immediately did the shh. Finger to the mouth, uh, shushing the crowd, and then doing like a Hulk Hogan-esque hand to the ear to be like, I can't hear you. And the booze just rained down. Uh, We're recording this on a Saturday. His uh, next match was uh, this afternoon, and he came out to a sea of booze. There were some cheers, which I like it because those are the people that you know are heel fans. Right, they're, they're, yeah, they're cheering for the, they're cheering cheering, for the bad guy. They're cheering for the bad guy. Uh, so he came out, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping he makes a big, deep run. But I watched that, and I went, 
wow, I just saw a real life heel turn. And how often do you get to see that? So whenever something like that comes up or we see, you know, a super good person doing something super good, a super crazy person doing something super crazy or, you know, the the assholes of the world doing something assholey, like like shushing a crowd in maybe the most polite gentleman-y game (laughs) of all with tennis. So shout out to Taylor Fritz, uh, reinforcing that brash uh, asshole American uh, uh, image that we've cultivated yeah, right. for ourselves. Especially in a game, I wouldn't say it's as um, I don't know what's the proper word. Like, more respectful, you know. Cordial? Think, cordial is a way of putting it, like, than golf or anything like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, golf, you ha- kind of have that, I don't want to say the, like the fake respect or fake, you know, sure. politeness or whatever, you know, yeah. kind of be quiet during shots. But yeah. it's like, it's a sport that should be celebrated, especially if someone you know, like a really good swing, you know. Yeah. Um, now I get it. While someone's taking their swing, you should be quiet. But at the same time, like if you're as good as you are, yeah. you should be able to shoot through that. That's also true. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you got guys shooting free throws, or you know, in the middle of the playoffs, you yeah, got, you know, they yeah. don't get the you don't get the sh- the crowd. He's shooting. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I would rather see the crowd. Like I want to see someone. You know, Jordan Spieth, whoever. Uh, like, or the thing that's his name. I don't, I'm not a golf guy. I know his last name is Sweep. Yeah, uh, Sweep. Okay, cool thing. And like, he's got to sink a 300, so, you know, hit it 300 feet or yeah. you know yards while everyone's cheering, you know, or booing him or whatever. Yeah, like you got to go. This guy's going over overseas, playing on international, you know, water or international field. Crowds against them, sure. And then you also, you know, are willing to be like, you know what? I'm going to lean into this. Lean into it. You know, exactly. like most people be humble, like, all right, shit. I got to be, you know, like I got to focus on myself. He's like, yeah. you know what? I know I can. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go far. Like, yeah, I, I love that. You ah. know, you're like you say. You're embracing it. You're living the gimmick. You living know? the gimmick, embracing the heat. Um, yeah, and welcoming yeah. it. And yeah. I, I think it's great. And you know, it's especially on that level, like. If they're going to boo you, give them a reason to boo you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to happen anyway. So I, I kind of like Anytime it. Anytime an outfielder in baseball, you know, like you, you get those moments where someone's coming up to you, you know, they, oh, you suck, you suck, and they go and make a great catch. Or yeah. they get a, you know, they get a, get a clutch hit, and then you see them look, they're, they're looking for that fan. Yeah. They're like, yes. What, what'd you say? Yeah. They're like, where's the top? You know, I, I live for those kind of Absolutely. moments. You know, it's great to see it when, uh, especially recently in the playoffs, uh, with the heat, you know, uh, yeah. I forget the player who went up, you know, put Butler in a position, you know, he got in his face and he was like, really, you're going to do that? And he just went on a heater. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's great when you see players put players in their place, but it's even better when you see put players put fans in their place. It's great. Because like, remember, you're a fan. Yeah, I'm a, there's a reason I'm on the field. Yeah, you know it's oh, it's so good. It reminds me of the uh, I don't know if you saw the documentary Winning Time about Reggie Miller no. and the Knicks. It's a great, great series. And talk about living the gimmick, like yeah. Reggie Miller. Uh, literally, he there was a point where he made I'm gonna get this wrong, but he had like nine points in like seven seconds or something yeah, like so, that. Yeah, I think it's it uh, a record. Is it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and he looks right over at Spike Lee, who is a very, very obnoxious big. New York Knicks yes. fan, always courtside, always in people's He's faces. The, he is the... East Coast Jason or uh, Jack Nicholson when it comes to the yeah, Lakers. Yeah, yes. You know, like, yeah, what Jack Nicholson is, is to the Lakers, to, uh, uh, Spike, Spike Lee is to the Knicks. Yeah. Absolutely. And Reggie Miller get, goes on that super hot heater and he looks right over at Spike Lee and does like the double hand choke oh, sign. Like, uh, like uh, oh, yeah, you boys yeah, yeah. are choking, where are you now? 
those sort of things, it's, I love I it. I live for yeah, it, man. Yeah. It's so, so good. Yeah, that's living the gimmick. And anytime we see it in public, or if you see it, yeah. give us a shout out. Tell us, you know, what person you know lived. And again, it could be a, a someone who's got a super good image doing a super good yeah. thing. That's living the gimmick. If yeah, I, yeah, I can't putting use... people over. You know, that's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it is, you see someone living the gimmick. Uh, give us a shout out. We'd love to use it. And of course, we'll give you a shout out for drawing it to our attention. Uh, so that was a fun little thing that I just wanted to do. Let's get into, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've done it. Let's get right into hashtag THTHTCTH, too out to handle, too cold to hold, where you and I, it's sort of a state of wrestling where we just get to talk about the things in both AEW and WWE that are going on that we are hot on and cold on. And I always like to start with something positive, uh, and... We are fairly similar in this. So let's start with, uh, what are you hot on for AEW? Uh, for AEW, it's the Chris Statlander return. Like, I wasn't expecting her to come back at Double or Nothing, especially in that fashion of, you know, hey, instantly, you know. Obviously, it was not Jay Cargill's challenge. You know, she sure. didn't issue it. But, you know, one, for Statlander to come back, and then two, and to win the belt, you know, like that. I, at being at the Imagine Theater, uh, watching it with... Uh, the guys, it was the probably my biggest pop of the night. Yeah, my personally, you know, yep. uh, one it was like all right, cool. She's back then. I was just surprised that they were doing the you know a match right then. Yeah, I even you know had they they did it right because you know Jay gets her you know set of offense in. I'm like oh shit, they're actually gonna have you know Chris lose. They got me on that you know, and then she wins, and it was just one of those like you know I clapped my hand. I was like, yeah. but then instantly I was like oh shit, like she, you know it's. Where do we go from here? Not yep. in a bad way, but it's just like you start, you know, the train starts leaving the station where you're just like, all right, what's next? Yeah. Right? You know, like instantly something, it has to make sense. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, so that's what I'm big on when it comes to that. It was my biggest moment of the pay-per-view personally. For sure. I think it was by far the biggest pop of the night. Uh, and my hot is, it's in that same vein, but I'm looking at it from Jade's point of view. I'm hot that they ended Jade's streak at a very respectable number, yeah. uh, I think it was sixty. Yep. She got yeah, to she, sixty, 60 yeah. um, but it. I was worried where I'm going. Okay, is this going to become one of those things where it gets to like 180 and nobody cares anymore? Yeah, and yeah. it's sort of it's fuck you heat, and we don't want that. And it's it was beautiful because it's different because Goldberg streak Goldberg was a face. Right. Jade streak Jade is a heel so we want to see as a crowd we want to see her streak end and as we were talking about on a previous podcast whenever that does happen it's got to mean something yeah. you know when when these big long streaks or title reigns or whatever it is end they need to mean something and I thought this was a perfect way uh, for Jade's streak to end for her to lose her title but with a clear direction of what's coming so now we get the Statlander Jade yep feud versus if Statlander just comes out points Jade whatever and then we go okay now we know three months down the line when there are four months down the line when the next pay-per-view is okay that's where we're going to get our payoff and that's when the streak's probably going to end and whatever and so we're you can it could it was going to be very telegraphed if they did it that yeah. way and I expected them to do that way and I wasn't even thinking of it necessarily in a bad way I'm just like okay this is the next logical step yep. this is wrestling by numbers but they did it instead where Statlander gets the win uh, on a 
Jade Cargill, who it wasn't like she went through a war, but went through a tough match with Taya Valkyrie, who props to Taya Valkyrie. I think she's a great addition to the roster, um, but just wasn't in that position to win. Uh, but we don't see the streak go super long. Jade gets this loss, but you've got a legit argument to say in three months when they have their match, Jade could win. Yeah. And I think in those three months, Jade continues to go on a long streak. Statlander goes on a streak. I, yep. I hope she does open challenge type stuff because I want her to get title defenses under her belt. Rack up, you know, obviously having been gone for uh, over a year or whatever. Yeah, you need to pad your number, you know, pad. And you need to remind, column. like you said, gone for that long. You need to remind people. This is why she's the person that yeah, beat. She's the one that, you know, beat the streak. Yeah. You know, and then not only that, it has to make sense with a payoff match. You know, unless they decide to do it, you know, next week, you know, or on a rampage or whatever. Yeah. Uh, which we could if you want to build that program that way, um, which AEW does like to do the long, sure. you know, long con, long payoff for storylines. But I think this is one of those ones, uh, you know, you and I were kind of building it. It's you have both of them just win. They both, you have stay, stay away from each other until the next pay for you. And yeah. they both go on, you know, this win streaks. You know, Chris's, because the main thing about this is you have to build up someone else along the way. There has to be a third person because yes. whether you have Jade win it back in whatever fashion or you have Chris Stanley to hold it. There has to be a person that is going to de- dethrone them. Who do you, they? Yeah. Who, who, who has to be a threat? To who is a threat them. along the way? Yeah. And you're better off building them with you know along the way with the, with these two rather than oh okay now who's next you right because that's one thing I think that AEW falls flat on a lot of times is you know you have your two that are in the few that are carrying the belt you know they can go but either way but then who's the next person because you know they think it, they show their hand with the Four pillars. You know, yeah. Obviously, MJF and everyone I've talked to, you, you uh, Deuce, um, Denial, like, any, you know, Colin, anyone it was, you know, anyone who would win that would other than MJF would be Jungle Boy. Yeah. Like, it was unanimous, Jungle Boy. But we knew, you know, it, it was not going to happen. Yeah. Right? So now we know it's CM Punk, yeah. right? Because obviously with Collision... But do we have? Do we that? have that? I don't know. It's it's. Well, I mean, do we have? I think it's definitely gonna be punk. I mean, yeah. do we have that? That's what we have to be concerned about with the women's right title. It's like, right? but even with the third, because it's like, okay, now we know it's MJF, but it's been MJF and CM Punk for however long now. Yeah. It's still going to be. Are you really building up a third person, or yeah. are they going to get lost in the shuffle? Because at some point, you have to pay off your true babyface jungle boy. Like you've built that natural, yes. you know. Good guy. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. It could that be Darby, but I think it should be Jungle Boy. If you put it on Darby, though, you anyone that knows anything about wrestling has been watching for even a few years now know, should know that if you put it on Darby, it is a, a month or two. And then it's he a transition. Loses, it's a transitional title. It's yeah. almost one of those, like, thanks for all the hard work, but... It's a moment. It's a moment. Like, yeah. here's your good moment. Here's your check. But <laughs> you're only going to reach the mountain for so long. Yeah. Right? Whereas somebody else is going to be able to hang out here for, you know, however long. I think that's a great way to describe it. Yeah. And uh, let's, I, I'm glad you brought up Jungle Boy so we can transition that directly into what we're cold on for yeah. AEW. Yeah. Uh, I'm cold on, so Jungle Boy, it was a great match and we'll get into it yep. when we get there. Uh, but Jungle Boy does not get the victory. And he is now, apparently, he comes out to help Hook, who... <laughs> 
Hook was interrupted by Jose and Preston Vance's and Rush's group. I can't say the name of them. Again, I need to learn more Spanish. Uh, this show should be sponsored to you by Duolingo. Yeah, there you uh, go. Learn, pick up the app and learn Spanish, Mike. Um, but anyway, so... I mean, we are fans of Lucha Wrestling. Uh, we are. Of, There's so many reasons to learn Spanish. Shame Very on fans. us. Uh, but this group now is suddenly in a feud with Hook for no apparent reason, which it, it is... Annoying to me enough because I feel like we've done nothing but one-offs with Hook and it's been this, I suddenly have a problem with you for no reason. I'm going to beat you very quickly because I'm Hook. Right. And then the next person is going to have a problem with me for no reason. It feels like to me Hook is like the ringer for anyone that needs a spot. Like we need a fill-in guy, just call Hook. Yeah. Like anytime there's like a, you know, oh shit, we need a tag person. Like yeah. my, my partner's Throw him with Dan Housen. Yeah. Throw him with whoever. Like it's just, oh, Hook. You yeah, know, he's, he's almost your uh, that plot point or a plot device where you're just like, oh yeah, he'll he'll solve it. You know, that's like I I agree, but I do wonder is is this really because they don't know what to actually do with him? I think so because you you're essentially he he is the female Jade Cargill, right? Like undefeated, you know, yeah. protected, yeah, you know, a force, you yeah. know, also dominant, also dominant, but also green. Remember, yes. like you know. N- and so you need to protect him. Right. But also, you know, he is a uh, second generation, you know, wrestler, you know, yep. obviously. Um, so that's big. But at the same time, it's like you were or you already had a undefeated program going, you know, with right. Jade. Right. So it's like now you have both running parallel. Now, obviously, he's you have him more versatile because he's not really a heel, not really a face. Because obviously, you know, he's doing. Like you said, you fit him in any match. You yeah. Know, one minute he's a he's with heels, the next minute he's with the face. You know, handling business. So it's like he's almost that guy for hire. And if I were Tony Khan, that's how I would kind of almost build his character. It's just like he's that hitman almost. Yeah. Like not using him as like you know Brett the hitman, but like he's that guy you call in when you need something handled. A little mercenary. Make him make him the wolf from Pulp Fiction. He comes Ooh. in, you know what I'm saying? Comes like, in, cleans up the yeah. situation, and leaves. And leaves. And, and he just calms and, everything down. Yep, and you all know? business. And like, yeah, you can yell at him anyway, and he just shuts you up. You yeah. Know, just with a few words. Yeah. Make or him the wolf. any words at this point. Right. You know, uh, just make him the wolf from Pulp Fiction. I like that comparison. I yeah. like that. Well, he's not the wolf in this <laughs> scenario, and apparently he needs a wolf, or he needs a friend, which is yeah. fine, um, but the friend is Jungle Boy, and while I love Jungle Boy and I love Hook, this to me feels like, again, I feel like it keeps Hook in a holding pattern. This is great for Press and Vance and yeah. for Rouge and Drillistico, I think is the other one, um, which is fine, but it's a holding pattern for Hook, and to me, this is a major step down for Jungle Boy. I was right. hoping that this was leading whatever happened with MJF and uh, CM Punk. I was hoping you've got Ricky Starks, but he's still got a lot of um, un- unsolved. Oh, maybe, well, maybe he'll he's he'll well, wrap up his stuff with Jay White. Maybe when uh, CM Punk and MJF wrap up their stuff, possibly because I know if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because they have a pro, you know obviously they're building that program. I I don't know. Cause I feel like we didn't get payoff with Starks and MJF. They just kind of got like you know they Stark show that hey I'm ahead of you. You know yeah. you think that you're as slick as you are, especially yeah. on the mic and everything. Yeah, you're not ahead of me, man. Right. Like so. And I agree, they did not get that paid off. And I think that is something that can be paid off with or without a title. True. MJF True. and Starks can be just a good feud. Yeah. Um, 
So we'll see where it goes. But I, my point is, it doesn't seem like the next challenger to the title or a challenger anytime soon to the title is now going to be Jungle Boy no. because of the step back that he's taken. And that's what I'm cold on because to me, it's he's young. He's presumably going to be around for a long time. And I feel like he can be the white meat baby face forever, especially mm-hmm. if you keep him on a roller coaster and he doesn't just win, 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 win. Right. Keep him on a roller coaster. That's all good. But Man. I was just hoping this was his time. Yeah. It seemed like there's, I mean, the, the baby face, uh, pool in AEW especially toward the top is very crowded and I get that um you know Jungle Boy Darby Allen uh Omega the Bucks uh you got Wardlow that's on a tear uh you got a lot of people that are sort of at the top in the babyface pool uh Adam Cole huge yeah, comeback with cool. babyface they're uh, maybe they're I don't know what they're trying to do with Sammy Guevara um but that's neither here nor there Point is, it doesn't look like he's going to break through anytime soon, and I'm just really worried that he's going to get lost in the shuffle, and we may not get another opportunity for, even if he doesn't win the title, just a main event feud. It seemed like this was his time for a main event feud, and we're not getting it, so I'm very cold on that. Yeah, and I think if you're looking for the next, like you said, traditional babyface champion, because you had... Hangman Page, I think sure. it was like the last one, you know. Yeah. And it kind of fell flat, you know, even though I'm a uh, Adam Page guy. Um, you need that one where you you get that Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, you know, that just that pot where everyone is just like, fuck yeah. You know, like they feel you know, like you, you know, people are going to be happy if, you know, MJF and CM Punk, it, it does transition titles or whatever, whoever, t- like you get your heel or your like anti-hero guy like even when Moxley when you like you cheer but it's not that like feel good like you know like the the dragon's been slayed you yeah know, like, the you know the uh, the white knight guy one you know like, yeah you, you know, yeah feel good um you need jungle boy because like the guys you named off darby <clears throat> sammy even adam cole even brian danielson at this point it's not that true that true the people's champ you know yes. the, the, you know like the little guy want, you know yeah. like jungle boy is that I, and if i agree if, if you don't do like you say it doesn't have to happen soon but and by what by mean like relatively soon is like in the next year or two yeah you know i don't you can't have mjf holding your championship and wrestling once every four months or three months like i get it it's part of his character but at this point it's tiresome i agree like show me something i impress me yeah you know like i we like Seen it, got it. It's great, right? What else do you got? Right. It, it, whether it's been, you, you could say whether it, from the you know early times of Rowdy Piper or even you know Rock or like these heel characters, like they've evolved, they grow, they get better. Yeah, he's it's just the same gear. And yep. It's cool because obviously people are eating it up, but you're not moving the needle. Yeah, and. The, that that's the main reason why they're bringing CM Punk. They need ratings. Yeah, it's like you're the champ, and you're not bringing the ratings up. That's cool. You say how great you are, and how I'm going to WWE and whatever. Yeah. Do you think you're really gonna? Yeah. Do you think you're getting top you, dollar from WWE? Right. Especially when they go, oh, you're champ, and the ratings went down. Right. Like, you don't think that's going to be brought up in negotiations? Hell yeah. Like, shit. yeah, it's cool. They're... If it's not, I want to apply to be a WWE lawyer. Right. Because, because that... obviously they're doing something wrong. But it's like, <laughs> dude, you got to be able to, you know, that's at the end of the day. Yes, it, it's about 
yeah, how much merch you can sell, how many tickets you can sure. draw. But it's also at this this level, it's how many eyes do we get on our, our where we get our you know TV dollars from. Yep, absolutely. So absolutely, d- and... you can't act like it's not you know that's not a, even seeing punk like as much you know I'm you know and you know, I'm going to say anti whatever. It's like he had a point. Like hey, ratings are down now that I'm gone. Yep. It's it's a telling sign. It is. So. It is. And it like I said, it's a bummer because I feel like Jungle Boy could have been one of those people that got it people interested it, about it. It would definitely make a spike. Now, will yeah. it be a spike and then a, a dip? You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Or would it be a spike and then a plateau for a bit? Then, like, obviously, you want to spike, you want to plateau, then you want to spike. You know, of course. You know, yeah. You never want to, like, you know, crash. You know, dips, spikes, dips and valleys, or peaks and valleys are one thing. Yeah. But yeah, it, you could definitely tell they've, it, it's been like a feat almost like a steady decline yeah you know yeah that's a little scary it's a little scary um all right well let's get let's get positive yeah that was power of positivity we'll be back with uh aew when we talk about everything that happened at double or nothing i know we've already talked about it a bit here uh let's go back to wwe what are you hot on for WWE? i actually really dig these new title designs you know the new belts they have you know the heavyweight title for seth rollins and then the uh universal you know like the Champion, undisputed, you know, yeah, undisputed, I'm not sure. Undisputed you know, WWE champion uh, for Reigns. I like him. I know. I, I like the f- just black and gold. You know, black and gold looks so good. It looks good. It, it doesn't. Uh, I do like the New Japan and the AEW design, but a lot, especially with the swirls and like the, there's it, a lot going on with those. Yeah. Whereas these, it, it, the black and gold is just pretty simple. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people clamor for like the big wing gold and everything. But even I if do. You, I do as well. <laughs> but even if you got it, it would still be a modern version, and you would probably get True. you know those lines, especially in the wings and everything. They're going to be, you know, more defined yeah. and like popped and everything. It's yeah. not going to be that layered gold yeah. like we're used to. It, as good as it is, it on fo- in photos and stuff like it, it looks crowded. It you does. Know, whereas these, it's it, you know exactly what it is. Yeah. I think and I'm glad we've gotten. Especially with Seth Rollins' title, it's not the big WWE, you know, like just logo. It, yeah, it, proud, I mean, it's know. still prominent. It's prominent, but it's not as you know, especially with the one that they've been handing out for a lot of the, uh, you know, like sports teams when they get a title. Yeah, you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's what I enjoy about it. Yes. Yeah. Little. Little. Uh, it's oh. not the whole title. You it's know what a, I'm saying? like that. Like that. Yeah. It, it lets you know what it is. Sure. Without being like. Right in your face type deal compared to the uh, yeah other ones yeah the universe title yeah. and all that I agree I'm cool with them uh it's I'm glad that we're getting rid of the two belts and Roman's just holding one title I think that makes a lot of sense yeah. especially because it's not like they're defended separately uh and then the I like the the callback uh, it is the Seth's belt is a bit of a throwback like to the big gold belt and that sort of stuff. But with the modernized giant WWE logo, uh, not at, it's not the entire belt, yeah, but like it's that, a major like part of it. You know, the, yeah, SmackDown one. Yeah, I like the blue. Now, get me wrong, but for the SmackDown, like that blue. Yeah, and the blue it's was cool, you it know? was cool. But it's just it, you compared to the other one. It like it's, it's not just, the same. It's not the same. Yeah. No, this one. That one looks honestly. Don't. It, um, that more looks like a ring. Like that. This would be better if you were to put that like. I hear you ring. on a ring, yeah. That yeah. looks that'd be great with yeah. sapphire and all that. That yeah. is a perfect ring. Yeah, but like for a title belt, like that, like, even gold, that baby. would be kind of really fucking dope as a ring itself. 
But that's more to me as a title belt. Yeah. The this the one they you know for Seth Rollins. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Very cool. Um what I'm hot on for WWE is we, your boy, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, your number one draft pick from a few years ago. Uh, Kevin Owens, always great in whatever character work he does, but we got, we're getting funny, happy-go-lucky, not happy-go-lucky, yeah. but funny, sarcastic, enjoyable KO that is is just going to make you laugh, going to make you smile. Uh, he had a great promo. Uh, it was him and Sami Zayn in the ring, and they were mouthing off with Imperium. Eventually, uh, Alpha Academy comes down because they're the ones actually having the match with Imperium. And we get to see the old KO uh, where he's like, hey, Hey, uh, hey, Chad, do that, do that thing that I like. What do you mean? You know, you know the thing that you're saying. It's kind of funny, and I just like the way you say it. And it's a good laugh. And Chad does his thank you. And Kevin goes, yes, yes, that's what I was waiting for. You're welcome, Chad. You're welcome. You're welcome. And then he gets on commentary, and he's making funny comments about uh, the Imperium dude's bald head and how sweaty it is, and just it's it just makes me smile. It's a nice cozy hug from yeah. Ko. Um, like I get when he has to be, you know, super dramatic and intense. I get when he's got to be the asshole, right. um, but take care of business, take like, care of business. Yeah. yeah. But this, I love this KO yeah. is, is this your favorite type of KO? Do you have a, a different I, KO you prefer? It's not like hybrid. Like when he can do go in between, like you said, like he's there to take care of business, but he also knows like he can do it in that lighthearted manner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not always, uh, you know, that stone cold, like. Uh, uh, raise hell, you know, kick ass, leave type deal. Yeah, you know, um, it, he's got that in between. Like I, I can be funny, but I also am serious about kicking ass. You sure. know, um, so yeah, I think this this is probably my favorite version. Nice. Um, but I do love that he can go in between. You know, of like, yeah. hey, oh, he can turn it on, right? Off. You know, like I know when I have to be serious and type stuff. Um. And it's also like it's not detrimental that he can be, you know, yes. it never leads to him, you know. It's not, yeah, yeah, no, that's a good. It it doesn't hurt. It yeah. never hurts his character. Yeah, it never hurts how serious we take it, him. But never puts him in a bad position, or no, it's Taylor. It never puts him in, like somewhere he didn't want it to go, hmm. or didn't expect it to go. Yep. Let's put it that way. Yep. All right. Uh, so that's what we're hot on for WWE. Yep. Uh, cold. I'm cold on uh, Bronson Reed really is taking a lot of losses. And to me, we're just not positioning him in a good way. I thought he was going to be someone that, I mean, you you build him like a monster. You present him like a monster. But he's a monster who's losing all the time. He was, And it's like he's sort of good but not really good he was the last man in the andre battle royal with bobby lashley but he ended up losing he's in the triple threat match for the u.s title but not only does he lose he's the one taking the pin right you know he is in a qualifying match against shinsuke nakamura and this is not a knock it's not Ah. a knock on nakamura it's not a nakamura uh knock knock knocking on mora's door i like it right uh but I don't understand why he's got to be the one to lose a qualifying match for Money in the Bank against whoever it is. Yeah. Like, as good as Shinsuke is and as it does seem like they're trying to make him a legit threat, which I think is smart, um, it doesn't seem like Bronson Reed needs to be the one to do the job, for lack of a better term. No, and it's also, you're essentially, if I, uh, as you were talking about that, it's... If you were to put like it start a tier list of guys, you know, of like where they're at right now, 
Bronson Reed's down there with Veer. You know what I'm saying? He's down there with, I'm putting like, him a step above Maybe Veer, a step above, but, but at not the same much. time, like, what have they done? Like, yeah. they've not... And by won, the way, you know, a step above this Veer, the Veer in attack team who yeah. falls off the ring apron Veer. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. He's on that level, like like when Veer was dominating, but he was dominating nobody. Right, and it's just like you're not giving me anything, and you told like I was told the story, especially with Bronson Reed coming up from NXT, whereas Veer, you know, it was just whatever. Yeah, he he has a track record. You know, like I know this guy was, you know, like in the championship program down there. Like I know he is capable of it. So why is he not? Why, why do we have no traction here? Yep. You know, I don't expect him. I don't need him to come in and bulldoze, you know, whatever. No, he doesn't have to. And I and I like that it's, it is a step away from that typical new big guy comes in. He just squashes every low card yeah. person in meaningless matches. Like, I'm glad we're not doing that. But it's right. Like you said, right now, what you're telling me with his results are we're putting him down sort of in like group C. Yeah. High group C, but group C. Yeah. But he's falling is the thing. Too. Right. Like the more he loses. Like yeah. The more he's when he came in, I was thinking, this is a guy who could be low A. Yeah. And then I go, oh, okay. Well, then he's he's going to be B. And I go, oh, maybe low B. And now I'm, yeah. all of a sudden I'm going like We're high C. Here. He's, yeah. he, he beat Dexter Loomis on main event. Why is, why are either of them? But why yeah. is Bronson Reed on main event? Yeah, that's like, weird. Yeah, like if this were the case, why did you even bring him up from NXT? Yes, like, thank you, NXT, who is doing this whole rebranding thing and needs new stars and is yeah. desperate to get. And new you've faces. had guys stay in NXT for years before bringing up. Sure. Know? So it's like it's yeah. not like he couldn't have stayed down there for yep. another year or two. It's like, so. And it's not like he's old and we we're not getting much time out of him. Yeah. So I don't know if he needs more seasoning or if something's not right. Like is it he is it because of the different type of tv transit i i don't know like, i don't it... get it i don't get it um yeah so that's what i'm cold on that makes sense. yeah uh what are you cold on and this is going to be a perfect segue into our pay-per-view recap oh yeah for wwe yeah uh definitely the bianca belair losing at night of champions and i am an oscar guy like i yeah. love me some oscar you know what i'm saying um i just as in the last episode i said if bianca belair loses this is you know it's a disservice it's you know put some respect on her title run yep what happens she ends up losing this is my cold like it's, it's i don't need to you know no fluff about it it's just like why didn't you just do this at mania if this yep. was the play yep. have her come out hey murder clown oh shit you know this is oscar yeah. this is, you know this is you know that uh, persona that we've heard so much about and just have her you know have them have it be a great match it doesn't need to be a squash sure but have it be like Bianca put up a fight and just couldn't. Because then that shows that, hey, she's still top dog, you know. And then you have people that go up against Asuka. They fall up just a little bit short of what Bianca put up with. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That way it's still Bianca's, you know. Do you think that, so with what you just said, the mm-hmm. reasoning, is that maybe why she got a win over Asuka first and then lost? Like, do you think, like, it clearly didn't hit the way you're talking right. about, but do you think that was their logic is going like, look, Bianca is still good enough to beat Asuka. I but... think they just wanted to throw the scent off. You know, like, they, okay. you know what I'm saying? They, I think they, I don't know. I, I don't, I would have to sit down and think about it a little bit more, you know, yeah. but as far as just right off the right, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, if I were to explain this to somebody that's like, just getting back into wrestling, I'm like, yeah, they wrestled at Mania, and, you know, Asuka came out as this persona and lost, and then they did, you know, they wrestled a few months later at Night of Champions, 
you know, and Asuka and, wins. And Asuka wins. And they'd be like, well, why? You know, yeah. and like, and then yeah. you watch like the Raw and everything. What was, was what was different about the second time? Um, Nothing. We got no, you know, yeah. and it was just one of those like, wow, oh shit, they actually did do it overseas. You know, I'm just like, but I don't know. It, it just, to me, it just, for that title reign, especially after they. Such a long title reign. Right, especially how we got there with the whole Becky Lynch thing with some, you know, it's just like unceremonious yet again. Yes. It's, you know, how yep. I would. Both of her losses have been, her yeah. title losses have been very unceremonious. Yeah. And that does suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm with you. So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. so that's what you're cold on for WWE. Yep. And then uh, segueing nicely into uh, our first recap. What are you cold on for AEW, Luke? I, Sunday pay-per-views. Yeah. I, like, WWE has has it right when it comes to their, uh, you know, monthly pay-per-view or, like, by, you know, Saturday. It is, it is so great. You know, hey, pay per view starts at seven. You'll get together, hang out, or whatever. Have that you know day, and then that night you watch the pay per view, and then hey, they've been finishing up before eleven, around eleven, right around eleven. Still got a few hours, you know, if you want to hang out or whatever. You know, the only main reason why I went to watch the AW pay per view, I imagine, is because it was the holiday weekend, and I had Monday off. Right. If you were like, hey, you know, let's go half on it or whatever, yeah. and I did that, I've been like, yo, this wasn't that great of a pay per view, right? You know, I wouldn't have stayed up and watched it. Sure, it well, you paid for it, right? <laughs> they have to switch over to Saturdays. Yeah. I, I get it. It'd be well, we're trying, trying to like be like WWE. It's work. It works. Yeah, it works. Your pay per views go long. You had ten matches, ten plus the, whatever segments I was going to say uh so, and um uh pre-match pre-match yeah because you had the battle royale you know, everything it was actually on the uh pre-show and stuff like that yeah. so it's like I get it you're in Vegas and everything but you you know what it's Vegas there's shows every day yeah. you're going gonna to compete with you know whatever and it That's wasn't very true. here's the thing I we went to money in the bank 4th of July weekend we did. That was insane. I'll never do it again. I will never go to Vegas on a major, one of the four major holidays like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Memorial Memorial Day is whatever. Yeah. Like, that should have been easy for you to do Saturday. Sure. You know, that weekend. Yeah. Whatever. Nope. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Uh, so, let's talk about Double or Nothing. Yeah. Uh, for overall thoughts, I definitely was... Um, I really liked the last two matches. Yeah. I really liked Chris Statlander uh, reappearing. I thought that was fantastic. That was my pop of the night for sure. For sure. Uh, but overall, I think it was um, maybe the first miss that AEW has had as far as a pay-per-view. Like a full, yeah. Yeah, like I went halves on it with a buddy of mine, Troy, and I still, like, I was left going, like, I don't know if this was worth the 25 bucks. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those, I usually go in, I want to say, like, low expectations with their pay-per-views, yeah. but I don't go in expecting, like, it has to go, the, you know, like, if it doesn't go this way, we riot, or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, This was definitely one of those, like, just, I want to say, like, I had no skin in the game type deal, but it was more, you know, wanted to go, you know, the theater, hang out with the guys, you know, uh, and watch it, but, yeah, it, 16 bucks for that which was you know the main draw sure and like again i had the day off yeah. you know the the following day yeah because yeah i i was surprised with you know some of the results which was good but at the same time <clears throat> nothing <clears throat> nothing blew me away yeah you know i didn't leave out there like holy shit like 
I got to run that back, you know? Yes. I was entertained by the uh, uh, Anarchy in the Arena. Yeah. You know, that oh, was for fun. Sure. For sure. I was surprised that that was the main, you know what I'm saying? Like, they ended with that. Yeah. Like, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. So I, both of us a little uh, uh, less less than amazed yeah. by it. You had great. You your picks were great. Mine. You know, Thank obviously you. I went on the few. You know, uh, we went out on a few. Yeah, we went uh, eight and ten. You know, eight for ten. I went six for ten. So all right, we're both above the five hundred line. Right, we're both passed. But you know, we both passed. Um, first match on the card, the pre-show match, which I don't think we picked. Uh, the Hardys and Hook. No, we did. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Okay. We, oh, yeah, because Hook they, is the. It was weird. They tried. There was. Yeah, that he was the fill-in. What was the match that we didn't? It no, we they played it off like. The, oh, the Chris Statlander and Jade thing. Right. That no, the one that they played off that we like we knew it was there because it was already announced was the guns. Oh yeah, it was guns. Uh, Ethan Page because it was no 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 wait. Uh, it was the open challenge supposed. Uh, House of Black. It, they played oh, off like yeah, it was an yeah, open yeah, challenge, yeah, 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 yeah. but that was already announced. Yeah, you know, yeah. like what the night before or whatever. It was acclaimed yeah. in the guns. Yeah, so that was the one. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, Hardy's and Hook defeat Ethan Page and the Guns, yeah. uh, and now Hardy has ownership of Ethan Page's contract. Who cares? I went to. I'm not gonna lie. I went and got uh, popcorn and stuff there, and went and grabbed the Red Bull out of my truck during yeah. this match, so I couldn't even tell you what really transpired. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a fine match, but again, it, no surprise with the winner. Uh, Hook is in that, again, Here's he was just with the Hardys, and now he's with Jungle yeah. Boy, and who knows where he's going to land, but uh, yeah, Hook, his undefeated streak stays intact, and of course, we're not going to have him lose it, I hope, in a six-man tag match. Uh, first official match of the pay-per-view was the 21-man Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship. OC hangs on. I told you, don't bet against yeah, the field. Yeah, no, I was really happy. I The main thing I was... I'm glad he won. It's, you know, I'm also one of those points where you was like, up until you give me a really good reason, I'm not going to bet against OC. Sure. You know, kind of like you are with Reigns. Yeah. Um, Let's not go that far. Yeah, right. The main thing that surprised me from this was the final four. Mm-hmm. You know, you had, uh, what was it, OC, it was... Uh, Strickland. Strickland, which that makes sense in a way. Then it was uh, uh, the other two that were there. Oh, my, my... Big Bill. It. But that was one where I was like, "What? Why?" Yeah, and then who was the other? Um, uh, Penta? If you take it back to five, five was Dustin Rhodes, which, which we talked about would have been a fun. That would have been moment. fun one. And Penta makes more sense than anyone, but it's also. But he's also part of a tag team. He's part of the trios. The trios, well, true. You know? Yeah, so also it's true, like, yeah. and you could say the same thing for OC, but he, it makes sense. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think really Big Bill, you know, that was one thing that we were a lot of, you know, the four of us were really making fun of. It was yeah. like, damn, that Big Bill. You know, <laughs> just like it's the, such an odd wrestling name. You know, it's, it, su- it's such like a 80s, like, er, like early 80s yes, wrestling. Very name. territorial, yeah. like Big Bill watch from the Big Midwest. Bi- yeah, you know. watch Big Bill take on the Iron Cheek. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this Saturday at the yeah. uh, farmer's market. Type, yeah. I don't know. With the crusher in his corner. Yeah. You know? yeah. So will will we get some sort of, you know, payoff, especially with Strickland and possibly OC? Or like, I hope. That would be pretty cool. I would watch the hell out of that yeah. program. Uh, um, we'll see. So, yeah, it, that one, you know, I took the – I just thought if any time they were going to do a easy 
swap, it would be that match. Absolutely. It was great. It would have been a great way to protect OC if that's what yeah. they wanted to do. Not what they wanted to do, which is fine. Uh, next match, Adam Cole with Roddick Strong uh, defeats Chris Jericho yep. with the entire uh, Appreciation Society uh, ag- by referee stoppage, which for an unsanctioned match, I thought that was fun. And I yeah. thought that was a good... And it's if they want to keep this feud going which with uh uh baker beating down jericho uh it feels like that it's definitely going to continue for a little bit so the unsop the uh the referee stoppage and the unsanctioned match makes a lot of sense i don't know i guess i just expected more i expect a little bit more and i didn't think it would end like that that was kind of surprising i my uh the mark in me was hoping you know we would get a kyle riley running somehow know, you know like I, i'm fun. waiting for the day for him to come back i know he's been dealing with some injuries and stuff um that was my expect because i had picked i mean you've picked cole um to win i went with jericho just kind of thought this would could be you know leading to like a third you know especially with roderick getting the win right you know before i was like oh shit that would make sense for uh jericho to win here not how it went so i'm I wouldn't say that they have me, you know, looking forward to what's next, but I'm definitely kind of peeking. Like, all right, obviously there's more to this. You know, I don't think we're done. I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's more to it. It could be, this could be the blow off and Mm -hmm. maybe they go on to something else, but I don't really know what they would necessarily go to. Uh, But yeah, I think we're both assuming there's more coming from this. Uh, next match was the tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. FTR retains over Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Jarrett and Lethal continue to do the job. Um, Jarrett proven that he is really just here to get people over. Uh, Briscoe is the special guest referee. We talked about this. There's no way you're going to have briscoe screw over ftr and go heal right now yeah um he's just he's too sympathetic of a character uh it's you you want to root for him why do why on earth would you ever not let me root for someone i want to root for in wrestling that's just stupid if he weren't in this program the best part you could have had is probably have him in the battle royale and maybe see him beating oc yeah i'm saying for yeah he'd be one of the final four this could be a good final like a good payoff moment you know but I'd have him over Big Bill. Yeah, God. Um, you know, it's just one of those. You know, but now, where do we go from here with this? This, you know, this I, I'm interesting. I'm hoping and assuming FTR moves on to something else. Um, yeah. Jared and Lethal. It's uh, maybe something where they can come out on top because they have been doing the job for a long mm-hmm. time. Um, I especially think Lethal deserves some sort of, you know, like a. Not like a run, but like, you know, he's, he was especially with Ring of Honor and TNA, like he, you know, dude's been a good worker yeah. and everything is. I'm, I'm hoping that they're real. What I'm hoping is eventually Satnam Singh gets good enough to mm-hmm. where I would like to see Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh as a tag team. I just, A, I think it'd be funny. The, yeah. you know, the giant size difference. Right. Maybe he comes out riding on Satnam, you know, and Satnam just like carries him down in a piggyback no, man, style. Lethal, he's going to be the one carrying uh, Satnam. That's also true. You know, yeah. You know it. Like, he's yeah. going to be the one carrying Satnam. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm assuming this is the end of this feud. Gotcha. And yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, next match was a ladder match for the TNT Championship. Wardlow retains. Maybe we're finally not playing hot potato with this yeah. title. Uh, he defends over Christian Cage. Uh, again, we, we both picked this. Uh, yeah. This this seemed to be not a no-brainer. Uh, it would have been a no-brainer if the ladder wasn't involved. Uh, but the ladder's involved. To me, it's a no-brainer. 
but we we got to see some fun antics. Uh, I didn't get the Anderson DDT that I wanted, but I did see him bite off a dinosaur's thumb. That was interesting. I was, you know, that or I thought he'd get the spine buster. You know, like I didn't. But who but would he put the spine buster on? It would have been impressive on Luchasaurus, but at the same time, it's like. All right, you know. Uh, my man, Anderson. Is... It's, yeah, it's a big feat for him alone yeah. in, in its own. Um, no, it was interesting. I, you obviously knew both Art Anderson and uh, uh, Luchasaurus would come into play. Of course. Wasn't expecting a finger-biting, uh, you know, no. like antics-type deal, but it shows the length that Arn Anderson's willing to go. You know, yeah. he's got that dog in him, basically. He's got that dog in him. <laughs> and it's, it's, fun. it's like... When that happened, I was like, this is pro wrestling. Yeah, this, this is definitely is, that carny shit. You this know, is like, carny shit. And I like some carny shit. Oh, I love it. Don't get me wrong. It was definitely like, this makes sense as to how the old man would get hit. You know, yes. The, you know, how like, could he neutralize Luchasaurus yeah, without yeah. making Luchasaurus look like a total just dolt? Right. You know, uh, you, you bite, anyone gets their finger bitten off. Yeah, it's That's not going to be pleasant. No. So I was fine with that. Uh, next match, I'm calling the shocker of the night. Uh, Tony Storm defeated Jamie yeah. Hayter. It just seemed in a very quick match. This was a three minute match. Um, <laughs> I, you brought up a great point because I, when this happened, I was like, I'm, I was wrong and I was fine that I was wrong. Right. But I started to search for the why. Why am I wrong? What am I missing? And you brought up a good point as to what you think is going to happen. I think. Uh, Tony Storm gets her victory, or uh, I'm sorry, Hater gets her victory back at Wembley. Like, that's, that's what I we're totally building. forgot about Wembley. Yeah, that's the biggest factor because you know Tony Storm told her, you know, you're not walking into Wembley with this championship. I am. Right, and she, but she is. never said, yeah, and she is, but she never said that she was walking out, out of Wembley with it as well. So yep. look yep. for that to be your program. Now, yep. if it's not, and they don't do Tony Storm versus Hater rematch, like, <sighs> I don't fucking know shame on you guys. Yeah. Like, cause what better do you have? That will be my, I'll tell you right now, that will be my cold. If it doesn't. Oh yeah. Off. That'd be ice cold. Ice like cold. ice cold. Ice now cold. It, it, it's one of those. Now, what if they have Hater versus Storm and Storm still wins? Great way to get heat. Great if you're to going point. to make Tony Storm a legit face of the women's division, I am so for that. Yeah. I don't think she's that person just based on the way they're programming. I love Tony Storm. Right. Uh, she's a hell of a worker. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're both great. Like, I'm a fan of both haters. Like, they're... Me too. But they're not being presented. Like I said, they're being presented as the second most important people in their own Yeah, factions. and that's what I. That's what's frustrating because it's like I feel they're ahead of the pack, you know, and you know yeah. they shouldn't have. I hate that both Britt Baker and uh, Soraya, or even uh, Ruby, uh, Ruby are ever present because it's like you're weighing this down you're weighing anything, them down you know? you're, you're holding them back yes because you know why that spotlight is not totally on them right and it's if you're going if they're going to be the women's champion and the number one contender for the women's championship they should be able to handle that spotlight yeah. on yeah. their own if they can't then why is this not a feud between Britt and Soraya right why are we not running that back Right. If you don't trust them to do it themselves, yeah, so. and I think they can do it themselves. Oh, for sure. Um, but it, it was, but you know, it, it was a shocker and and a, a good, you know, a swerve on a pay per view, especially yeah. this one where we didn't really get a swerve at the top anywhere. Right. This was a good way to get the swerve in. I didn't mind it. Uh, next match, the House of Black uh, defeats uh, the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn, Daddy Ass, Daddy by ass. pinfall. They retain the six man tag team champion uh, titles. I'm fine with it. Again, it's I I I want House of Black to be 
put to a point where when they do finally lose it, it matters. Yeah. And uh, I think here would have been uh, the wrong time for it. Right. Personally. Uh, I love then on Dynamite that came out uh, that Anthony Bowens made a, a really good, or maybe it was Caster, I don't know, one of them, made a, a really good uh, promo about like why Billy Gunn deserves one more title run. Right. So like I'm fine uh, with this continuing to go and maybe we can get to a point where they can be dethroned by the acclaim and Billy Gunn and it would matter, but I don't, it wouldn't have been here. Right. Though that, the, uh, claim rap during the, when he, uh, on, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Buddy Matthews with the Dom line. Yes. I was just like, wow, we're going there. Like it, it was so good. Yep. Yep. Um, Probably one of the best, you know, acclaimed raps. It's way up there if yeah. it's not number one. Like I messaged this group as I was watching it. I was like, holy shit. You know, I didn't, I knew, you know, you would uh, check it out. Yeah. But it was just like, all right. They were like, we're shot. You know, not even shots fired away, but it was just like, all right, we're ever present. You know, like, yep. Yep. we don't, we will mention you. Yeah. You know, type They're deal. still Pepsi. They can still talk about yeah. Coke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just not smart for Coke to talk about Pepsi. Yeah. So take advantage of it while you can. Right, and it right. was a great shot. Got the internet talking, and that's oh, yeah. always good. Oh, that's yeah. always good. Uh, next match, we already discussed it, so I don't want to spend too much time on it, but Jade Cargill yeah. uh, beats Taya Valkyrie. This is a nine-minute match. And then, of course, open challenge uh, done by Smart Mark Sterling is going to lose that acronym uh, <laughs> or uh, uh, nickname. And not so smart. Uh, Chris Statlander comes out. She gets the win. We see where they go from here, but I definitely pop of the night oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. Uh, then it gets us to our our, our co main event, as they say, the uh, four pillars match for the AEW World Championship. MJF retains over Sammy Darby and Jungle Boy. I did like the storytelling with how um, MJF beat Darby with that side Roller, headlock rollover, yeah. which was what Darby was talking about. Yep, which he had, and he beat him with before. You know, when they yep. went against. Yep. You know, so they a, went against. It's definitely a thing. Which mm-hmm. good on them for you know always. The storytelling, you know, the and little respecting notes. respecting the past. Yeah. I think that that's one thing that drives me nuts about WWE mm. is how like goldfish like memory they expect us to have. Right, and I that's why I love old wrestling. Um, when you know events weren't so back to back to back, where you could mention like, and don't forget, Bobby, two years ago these guys feuded and fought and whatever. Right, like it, it's one long story. We should always be able to call back on it and respect the um the the storytelling lineage. And I thought the finish really did that. I yeah. th- I thought it was a great match. Yeah, and the, the hit on your point, like that is one thing that WWE should pick up more on when it comes to like history especially when it comes to matches and stuff like that lean into it because you have smart commentators you know michael cole you have when he's there pat mcafee yeah you know you have guys that actually care even Corey graves like they care about stuff like that so why not lean into that history and mention that guy you know how much you know guys have wrestled before even if it is overseas where you don't have to mention the brand but mention that the guys have yeah. wrestled and like lean into that you yep. know and, like, and you're going to build into that story where you let these guys you know lean into moves and stuff like that it, it just that stuff that you know gorilla monsoon and bobby the marine heenan and stuff like they would always you know even piper you know when yeah. he was on the commentary, uh, commentary or macho like they would always bring stuff like that up because it mattered yeah you know it's part of the story yep and you could yeah you could say now and forever like kayfabe is sure. dead whatever it, well that's fine but you could just make kayfabe but, something but different. the story yeah the story still yeah the story's still the same so it's yeah. like why not bring up the story as part of the kayfabe absolutely you know, like if yesterday 
doesn't matter in the scheme of things, then why do I care what happens today? Yeah. Because today is going to be yesterday very soon. Right. So why do I... Yep, you got to keep it going. Uh, so it was nice to see that storyline um, thread go throughout it. It was really fun. And then the uh, main event... Blackpool Combat Club gets the win over yeah. the Elite Anarchy in the Arena match. Uh, really violent, really fun. Uh, loved uh, when I think it was Matt had the uh, thumbtacks in his mouth. Yeah. And he got yeah. uh, super kicked yep. and had to you know spit him out. Great visuals. Yep. The uh, I liked, I know some people thought it was annoying. Like, I really enjoyed that they uh, harkened back to last year's where like, the music kept playing. Yes. They had the live band. Yep, yep. Though, I, you know, we gotta talk about the fact that the dude came up with pretty much, like, blackface. We had the, like, the, the paint the and then, like, the half the mask. mask. I was just like, that's a decision. Like, somebody, <laughs> somebody okayed that. Like, yeah. It'd be one thing if you would just come out with, like, just the mat, like, you just had your, you know, this was all regular face or whatever, or, like, this was, like, but somebody, like, that was given the um, okay. I was just like, I was expecting a lot more backlash from that. Yeah. Oh, know? for sure. But for sure. It didn't, yeah, but uh, I don't know. it was fun. It was weird, yeah, but like the match it itself was, it was, was definitely fun. I, the ending was weird, you know, obviously with Takeshita, uh, you know, being the fifth man, you know, kind of helping be in the foil or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. I mean, I, to me, I think this leads ultimately, you know, blood and guts of something of that nature. More likely, Kenny Omega goes and recruits Kota Ibushi, you know, to help, you know, round it out. Round it out my... and and strengthen that uh, New Japan yeah, exactly. uh, bond, which you're you're heading into it's a Forbidden, Forbidden Door. Door. Yeah, so it, makes it, sense. it all makes sense. It makes sense. It was good. Uh, like you said earlier, a uh, little surprised that it was the main event over, yeah, was, over the yeah. title match. But you know what, though? If you're not going to have Punk come out. You're right. You're right. Then is MJF winning really how you want the pay-per-view to end? Yeah, especially if it just being like, oh, he won this match with this, you know, side headlock takeover. Just yep. like, you know, it's like, all right, cool. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, so it, it was fine. It was fun overall, though, compared especially to other AEW uh, pay-per-views. Maybe not the best. Right. And also not the best was, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to No, I was like I said, like a C yeah, yeah, like yeah a, solid okay. C, which is fine. But... I would run back and probably watch, you know, if anything, if I'm running back and watch, like, hey, a match, it would probably be the Anarchy in the Arena match. Same. You know, yeah. like, just because it was, they, like, just a car wreck, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, oh, it was else, a car you know? wreck, yeah. And it was less, so I, I think of the, I, it had, I think it was a different name, the showdown in the stadium or whatever, but yeah, when they yeah, were in the, the Jacksonville original, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. A lot more comedy spots in that. This yeah. one, a lot more violent and hard-hitting. And I liked that. Yes. I was fine yeah. with that, especially with Blackpool Combat Club. You don't want to be goofy. Right, right. They're, they're, sarcastic. they're funny, right. but they're not goofy, and that's right. an they're, important they're, You know what they're there for. They're there to do business. They're there to kick know. ass, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was what was happening with AEW. On WWE side of things, we had Night of Champions happening in Saudi Arabia, uh, again, a solid card, definitely moments, but uh, this one to me wasn't as disappointing, I guess, because my expectations weren't as high right. than they were for Double or Nothing. I always expect AEW to put on a banger. This one did seem like if if, if they're ever what it's – these overseas shows do feel like they're going to be – to reference it back to the new generation, more of a in your house kind of, yeah. you know, event yeah. where 
it's cool. We're going to see some cool stuff. But overall, we know we're saving the big moments for something later. Yeah. Uh, but so we had this. Uh, we opened with the tournament final for the World Heavyweight Championship. Some could argue it should have been the main event, uh, given the stakes. Uh, but Seth freaking Rollins defeats AJ Styles. He becomes the first World Heavyweight Champion. This was something we both predicted. We This just seemed like... Sure it thing. had to be. Yeah. It had to be, and it was. No and, need for a swerve here. Like, no. no. No need to be like, ha, I fooled you. Got you, yeah. bitch. You know, like. Just. This was not the time for that. Uh, but it was it was good to see uh, like they they put you know they put on a twenty minute match it was yeah. very cool uh, Seth is going to be the fighting champion which makes sense because that's how Triple H introduced the whole thing he's taking on Damian Priest next week so solid yeah, yeah just again just give us good matches yep. give us a reason to you know get those title defenses under Rack your belt yeah. uh, on top of your belt I guess it would be <laughs> um, AJ Styles just had a, a nice feel good moment on Smackdown not really sure what the next step for him is um, but you know we, we never I personally I didn't see him in, in that spot it's been too long since he's been in that spot right. to just throw it on him here uh, next match, big shocker for me. Uh, Trish Stratus beats Becky Lynch uh, with the help of Zoe Stark. We did say, you know, we both predicted Becky. It seemed like a way to give Becky a, a good momentum building win. Uh, but the one caveat we threw in was I could see uh, maybe Trish wins if there's interference. Right. We both were leaning more toward Lita, perhaps yeah, being that yeah. person. Good for Zoe Stark. Uh, if you want to introduce an NXT character yep. uh, and and give someone the rub, I was fine with it when it played out. Right. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm cool with that. <laughs> and also, good for Becky for doing the job. Yeah, it makes you know? it good. Honestly, it gives her a reason because I don't think she's just going to be thrusted into the title picture. I was hoping you know? she was going to be leaning up toward that way. Yeah. Um, but not immediately. Um, and this is going to be good because now we can have Becky continue her feud with Trish, but also now we've got that added element of Zoe Stark. Right. Can fill in some time. And I that is one thing, like, we need more female-based storylines that aren't developed female-based storylines that aren't tied to a title right like i give me some or we were a tag team you know or something right, or like, you know right, like, yep. shit. like this is this is a, a good story that's gonna have more meat on its bones than right. i thought it would and it's i like, think wait who the hell thing. are you to come out of nowhere and interfere <laughs> in my business you know sure. now it's like you know now yeah. zoe starts got to prove the reason yeah. why you know one she helped trish or trish recruited her and then two it's like you went against one of the top dogs. Like you're not just going to get away from that. You, know, right. you got to prove, you know, so it's, yep. it is a good way to, like you said, bring someone into the fold, yep. but it's like, you gotta land, you gotta run with it. Sure. You know? And it's, you know, it goes back to that old thing. If you want to have someone be a top person, you bring them out as a top person. Yeah. Zoe Stark's debut to the WWE audience was screwing over Becky Lynch. Yeah. Like that is a, that's a Kevin big Kevin Owens intro- was introduced with John Cena. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, it wasn't, you know, you're oh, positioned as a top guy. You're going to be a top guy. Yeah. Or girl in this case. Yeah. Uh, so I was cool with that. I was very cool with Gunther defeating Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Eight and a half minute match, but absolute banger. Yeah. Uh, crowd so into it. Yeah. Uh, Gunther as the heel is just great. Uh, now I'm going to put you on the spot. You said it was your your bold prediction, bold ass, your BAP, your BAP. bold ass prediction was it was going to be the match of the night. Would you say it lived up to that? I think it did just from sure wrestling point, you know, because everything else was obviously like if you look at Cody Brock that, you know, we kind of you, you hit it on the head. 
Cody's not gonna uh, give up. He's yeah. not gonna tap. He's not. You know, you're gonna have to this. Um, the Becky Lynch and Trit, you know, Rhea Ripley and Nat- Natalia. How long was that match? Like uh, oh, 30, a minute and ten seconds. Okay, you know and I'm saying? shocked it went that long. Right. Um. Again, if we talk Bianca and Asuka, that was to me. It was a solid match, but you don't give the respectful title transition. Yeah. And then Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, or uh, Bloodline, that was more the story of the, you know, especially with uh, the Usos yeah. being there. Yeah, yeah, So, do you say match in the night, or was that, you know, was that KO, you know, that match, was that, like, the, the I moment? Think, I think those you are know? your two, yeah, moment of the night versus match of the night. Right, difference. so moment goes to Bloodline and KO, whereas match, I still, I would... I'm hard pressed for you to tell me that Seth Rollins, AJ Styles was better than Mustafa Lee and uh, Gunther. Like pure wrestling, you know. pure wrestling. No, you're right. So yeah, I would it, give it to. I still Beth think Gunther. it's Gunther and Mustafa Lee. It wasn't as like clear cut. I sure, would say. Sure, sure. You say, I had to. I had to. You know, argue to get there. Yeah. But still, I think was match of the night. Cool. All right, I respect that. Word. Uh, next match, we already talked about it. Not to spend too much time <laughs> on it. Uh, Asuka defeats Bianca yeah. Belair. Um, again, just it's it was a fine match. It was a cool match. Ending with the mist in the eyes, okay. Uh, but really, just seemed like after how many storylines and um, contenders you got me to care about and to be disappointed. Time well me personally be disappointed time and time again where Bianca just always wins, always wins, always wins. It ends with a, a fairly non-event, uh, not only non-event with the uh, where it was happening, right. but just the storyline in general. I just felt like you did not give us a good enough story, a big enough build to justify Bianca. Right. Especially with her title. winning at WrestleMania there's to lose at yep. Night of Champions. Yep. Like you should just, I don't know. It didn't make sense. Um, but new champion. We'll see yeah, where we we'll go. We'll see where we run. Uh, next match, squash. <laughs> uh, which I said it wasn't going to be a squash. Shame on me. Uh, Rhea Ripley beats Natalia a minute and 10 seconds. She kicks her ass all over the outside. She throws her in the <laughs> ring. She power bombs her. She mounts her. And uh, that's, that's your win. Yeah. Uh, fine with it. Yeah, it's just one of those, like, we knew what was going to I just didn't sure. think it would be... I thought, hey, Natalia, you know, the 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 veteran, the one that's done the work, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You give her a little bit of a, you know, like, yeah. damn, you didn't give it, you know, two minutes. Two minutes. But I will say, so Trish and Becky went 14.50. Call it 15 minutes. Yeah. Asuka and Bianca went 15 minutes. So I get, you, you gave two long women's matches, yeah. which is cool. Especially where you're at. Exactly. All things, you know. So to throw a squash match in there, I got no problem with yeah. that. I think it's fine. And if any, if this if anything on this card was going to be a squash, that would be the, the one yeah, to be a squash. Uh, next match, Brock Lesnar beats Cody Rhodes. I said technical submission and Cody yeah, Rhodes. Yeah, you called it, man. Yeah, I'll Cody, give you, the, you know, that's definitely bonus points for that. Nail on the head with that every step of the way, yeah. but it was absolutely the right thing to do. Um, Cody's going to roll up. I know we've shared the means. He's going to roll up, you know, in the fucking <laughs> full body cast. He's like, fight me, bitch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, he's, he's calling him out. He already called him out again. Anytime, oh anywhere. He's uh, the, uh, the, the, the. The Black Knight from Monty Python. He is. Grail, you know. He is. He's going to be just a torso. Yeah. And to the flesh wound. To the flesh wound. Uh, and I get it. Cody's tough. That's what we're, yeah, we're yeah, building. And it's fine. And he... I'm sorry, Cody Rhodes got the pop of the night. Yeah. The American Nightmare decked out in red, white, and blue was the right. pop of the night in Saudi Arabia. So don't freaking tell me that like I... 
I get to a degree the hate on Cody Rhodes because it, it's easy to hate him, I guess. But I, I'm sorry, this dude is a this dude is a white meat baby face, yeah. and based on how he was um, greeted as a white meat baby face in AEW, I, props to him for doing this as good as he's been doing it, getting over as much as he's been getting right. over. Uh, we get one more match with Brock Lesnar. Again, is it going to be at Money in the Bank? Is it going to be at SummerSlam? I wanted to see Cody face in Roman at SummerSlam, but it seems like no matter what, regardless of what happens, that's not going to be the story. No. So Cody versus Brock at SummerSlam, would I hate it? I don't know. I wouldn't be mad. I just if that's the case, I hope it's the payoff. And we're, it's got to be the payoff. And, you know, it's got to be done. Yeah. And we, it's something. And you they know. even Cody in the his uh, promo on Raw he even said, "You have one win. I have one win. Right. Are you really satisfied with that, or do you want one more?" Right. So it seems like it's it's a cla- again it's wrestling by the numbers. Yep. Three match rubber. You know, yeah, we ever remember it blow off. You know, and then we'll go do our thing. I hope so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, but I would hope by SummerSlam they would also kind of get the the start laying the track for Cody towards one of the major tighter belts, whether Absolutely. it's against Seth or yes. Roman. We could see Sody, Co- Sody. Cody versus Seth at SummerSlam. Seth has to... I, Seth wins. Like, that I has know, to be the I, time he beats I, Cody. I agree. Because it's like, and hey, I you cheer. beat me, but you never beat me for this. Yeah. Like, it, and if and if Cody does get that fourth win over Seth this time as the underdog, who his whole story now is, is he's great, but he can't win the big one. Right. And now you've got this brand new Seth. If Cody beats Seth again, then you can. And not that Seth's going to be buried, but he's never going to be able to be on a top level right. with Cody Rhodes again. So it would have to go to Seth. And personally, I I I don't. I want to see Cody Rhodes win. Yeah, because it's also Cody he Rhodes. has not against Seth, but right. I just want to. I want to go see Cody Rhodes win live. Right, that's that would what be cool. I but want. also, it's like if he did win it, especially at SummerSlam, it'd be cool because he does have roots with Detroit. You know, sure. especially Brandy. You know, being from Michigan. Yeah, you know, like he's you know U of M fan and stuff like that. So it's just like that would be cool. You know, but at the same yeah. time, it's like yeah, I want. I would love to just knowing that it's like you know, like you said, that transitive. Like I've beat you but you've never beat me for the title and then i've beat you know like roman's never beat me like but you yeah know, like yeah those things, you've like, got yeah you got the, it's that web yeah yeah because yeah. then you but then you could also have i don't know if ah it's interesting <laughs> it, it's very interesting i like that we have outs and options and there's different you know yes way that's avenues, a great way to say it. we know? have outs and options regardless yeah. of where we go uh, we got to get the payoff to Lesnar first, though. So it's just yeah, at this yeah, point, yeah. it's just a matter of how long they want to stretch it. True, that's really True. what it is. Um, and then the main event of the evening: Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat the Bloodline. Yeah. Uh, Usos come out initially to help the Bloodline. Uh, uh, they accidentally super kick uh, Solo, yep. and so now uh, Roman Reigns comes in. He's pissed off. Get the shove to the face of yeah, Jimmy the, and Jay. Of, uh, pie face, basically. Yeah, pie which... face him. Super disrespectful. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy's had too much. He's yeah. had enough. He super kicks Roman not once but twice to prove that it was not a uh, a mistake slip or, of judgment yeah. or a mistake. Nope, this is what I meant to do. 
Uh, it's great because we get Jay in the exact same position that he was with Sammy. It comes, yeah. Like, it's You can see the PTSD in his eyes. Um, it's the same thing with Roman in the chairs. You yes, know, like once he that's gets what hit, I mean, you know, yeah. Like, they both have their, like, oh, shit, I'm back where I, you know, like, record stops. Like, you're wondering how I got in this position again yep. type shit, you know. And so Jay's seeing this again happen, and so we, we don't get a clear... Um, we don't get a clear uh, answer to where Jay is on. It's not clearly now the Usos versus Roman. And in fact, on Monday Night Raw, uh, they, or was it? It was uh... SmackDown. SmackDown. SmackDown, just yesterday. Uh, they have the meeting and Jimmy's kind of taunting Roman in a way. Uh, but Jay is keeping the pieces like, no, we're doing this together. We're doing right. this together. Roman says no. We get, so now it's very and Solo goes with him. Uh, so it's very clearly Solo and Roman versus Jimmy. And then Jay is in that weird spot of who is he gonna be loyal to? What's he gonna do? The point of all of this is to say that even though we got the Usos kick kicking uh, or Jimmy kicking Roman in the face, this bloodline story has yet another chapter yeah. that I am very interested in. Oh yeah. No, they, it, it's, I will give Roman Reigns and, uh, Heyman credit. Like they said, I think it was at Mania. I was like, this story still has so many chapters. Like, you don't even know, yeah. you know? So they, they've kind of, you know, paid good on their word, you know, of like, hey, this is, you know, this is going to go on for another year if we want yep. to. It's, we don't um, know what the end to it is going to be. And I'm not, am, am I sick of Roman as champion? Yeah, kind of. But I'm not sick. As long as you continue to give me these stories that I care about. Right. Who am I to say right. that anything should end? If you can make it, if you can make day 1001 through 2000 as interesting as you made day one through 1000, I'll go on that ride. Yeah. I'll do it. So, you know, it's just... It, do it till the wheels fall off and the wheels have not fallen off. Um, but I was excited that uh, KO and Sammy do get the win and it, they are going to be a team for at least a little while longer. Yeah. Uh, interesting to see. We talked about it with the belt designs. If they make it a uh, truly unified title and then we get a new design. Cause I would think so at this point, especially them having done it with the, you know, obviously you, you know, both the Raw and SmackDown, you know, obviously Universal, you know, you have the heavyweight title now. It it would make sense, especially seeing how the women's seems like that goes between Yeah, the tag brands. titles goes between brands. Um, and, and if I'm not, I'm going to pull up the uh, tag team belts. I want to see, like, the current design. It, yeah, the current design, you know, is the... It's uh, the silver... The silver Spartan, you know, gladiator yeah, head. Yeah. And, like... It looked, I know I mentioned in, ta- uh, in text, it was one of those, like, because they introduced those in 2016. Um, so we're going on, you know, seven years of that design. Yeah, and they introduced those. And don't forget, the design right before that was the same thing except in, like, Bronze. copper. Yeah, copper. Bronze, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, like, I, I, like, I think they should have personally redesigned them, like, even when they introduced those. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those, like, eh. Yeah. Um, so they're long overdue for a... Rehaul, you know, like a, yeah. a new design and stuff like that. Yep, uh, and I hope that Ko and Sammy get to be the ones to introduce you, that. That would be really cool. that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, yeah. So that was the pay per views again. Good, not great. They're on okay. either of them. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't like I said. I wouldn't run back and uh, rewatch them from like Absolutely. full. You know, right? No, I wouldn't either. Uh, 
Um, so that's what was happening. What is on the immediate future is we are uh, two weeks away from the debut of Collision. Uh, CM Punk will be there. It will be in Chicago. What are our thoughts on Collision? I got a few. Uh, it's funny. I haven't written down. Um, I don't know. It, like, it, is this basically is this CM Punk show? You know, with them, you know, it's going to be in Chicago, you know, yep. for the one. It's obviously Tony Gon's got a big announcement. It's CM Punk. He's coming back. Is this his show? It seems like it's definitely going to be anchored by him, mm-hmm. uh, at least in the short term. Because I think you got to have MJF, if not be on both, I think he needs to stay focused on Dynamite. Right. Um, but if you're working into a Punk and MJF feud, which seems like... Too lo- so logical you can't not do it. Right. Um, you got to be doing some stuff on Collision to get me to watch. And if right. that's going to be Punk Show. Especially on a Saturday. It's I'm still going to bring that on up. On a Saturday. A big no, thing. on a Saturday. Saturday and, in the summer in Michigan. Yeah. Do I want to be inside watching wrestling? Right. Like, Probably It's got to be a pay-per-view. It's got to be significant. Yeah. Because it's going to be fucking beautiful out. Right. And we either want to have you know bonfire or I want to be on the you know something. And like, it's they're in a. I want to be at the ball game. Hopefully, yeah. you know, like <laughs> hopefully, the Tigers get to five hundred. Oh, God damn it! Um, but Give me what I want. <laughs> uh, so and what we were talking about before we got on the air too is uh, Rampage when it first came out was presented in a way of like this is going to be must see wrestling and yeah. very quickly it became just a show with great wrestling matches on it which i'm always going to enjoy and always going to take but the fact is especially like on a friday night i'm not going to say no to other plans because rampage is on right i have to see this i have to see it it's i'm gonna i'm gonna bail on that for a lot of stuff yep for a lot of stuff especially knowing it's pre-taped especially knowing it's pre-taped collision is smart in not being pre-taped uh, so they are going to be live. And yep. again, we talked about if they're going to be live, which they should, you do kind of have to do it in prime time because you, getting people to a stand, to the arena for like a, a new afternoon kickoff or, new, yeah, or whatever. It's got to yeah. be big. Yeah. It's got to be big. So uh, I'm cool with them doing it in prime time versus like the a lot of people on the old 605 slot. Yeah. But then, I mean, then you're trying to get people to tune off of a football game yep, to get which there is big, especially like in the south you know like SEC oh sure country, yeah, like, yeah at least good luck <laughs> yeah at least with it being eight o'clock that's the same time as the primetime kickoff so yeah. people can make a choice right they don't have to choose to abandon one to start the other but yeah it is going to be interesting to see how the ratings go i think you have to have cm punk for the ratings mm-hmm. um it's i i know you don't like them no i kind of you know kind of similar but my more is just like this whole they rehired a steel supposedly and that was yeah. a big deal like he's gonna help run it but from afar and it's just like who the fuck is a steel i, yeah. I literally have this written up <laughs> who the fuck is a steel because i know we talked about this before like you know he's cm punk's guy but seriously who the fuck is this guy like nobody yeah. you when you talk about the, like the world of wrestling he never comes up as like this great no this guy trained him or he was a wrestler or whatever. So it's like, why never, is he of significance? I never knew him until this thing went down in the first place. Right. So, so like, why isn't they like, he has been argued into a position of being a part of this. Cause apparently it is punk show. 
You know, you it's know? I mean, it's all signs point to it being punk show. And uh, like I said, it's I I know you're 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 no longer on that bandwagon. Yeah, I'm not Team CM Punk. No, you're definitely but not. But I team know CM the Punk. business. Like sure. right, I, I know. The, don't let me redact that. Like I, you know, know that they're trying to do business. You, you know, understand they, the point of the business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like the, hey, that's about making money. Yeah. And this you draw to make money. You know, like so. Yeah, I get that. Doesn't mean I gotta like it. Or, sure. You know, sure. But I know what they're doing. You and know? Uh, what's the thing you say about the the three? Oh, um, so at this point, especially when it comes to CM Punk, like if you're a CM Punk fan or just a fan of the situation or like how it's going down, it's like you can't tell me this isn't a, you know, is this a, a three strikes and you're out, or is this you know third times a ch- the third times a charm? Yeah. Because you know, what is it? So as a CM Punk fan, I'll tell yeah. you, and you're not gonna like this answer. I, I get it. No, like, this no, this is a toxic answer. Oh shit. Um, my answer is I don't care. You I just want to see like I just want if and this is the sad truth, but this is I know in my heart it's the truth. Yeah. If CM Punk comes out and does another selfish job, like if if we he has to come out as toxic punk this time. Oh, I think he definitely has to come out. Because he comes out trying to be like, I'm a good guy. And yeah. I'm here to, you know, He'll get the cheer in Chicago. Oh, yeah. That's why but, they're doing it. Yeah. Come on. That's easy. But that one's easy. Right. But going from there, he's probably going to be booed. But I don't care. I personally, I, this, I, I know this is shitty to say. I don't care if he comes out, screws everything up again, is gone for another year. And then a year later, he comes back. I, it's To me, it's not three strikes and you're out. I don't know if third time's the charm. Gotcha. But here's the thing. I'm sort of getting to the point where I admit there are unlimited strikes for punk. I, I that and that's me and I know that's not cool. Again, this is a toxic answer. I will keep taking that toxic boyfriend back over <laughs> and over and over again and I'm I st- and I know it's bad for me. I'm not even to the po- like it's <laughs> It's if it happens one more time, I know I'm going to have to go to the point where I'm like, look, I can't defend him. I know right. I can't defend him. I'm right. still trying to defend him a little bit, but it's I'm almost to the point where I don't care. I know he's going to screw me over. I know he's going to hurt my feelings. I know he's never going to be there for me the way I'm there for him. But I will roll over like a fucking simp every time that venom feels good when it, it hits your veins good. doesn't it and when and i just when the snake oh. bites you you're just like ah, i knew it and sort of like like, it, like to the relationship thing like you look back at like old photos and old yeah. videos you know that you have saved in the phone and you're like oh it wasn't so bad things are so great i get on youtube i watch a cm punk promo i do the same don't get and, me wrong. I, and i go oh maybe it's not so bad maybe this time it's not so bad so i would love to be able to sit here and tell you Three strikes and you're out. He yeah, can't keep him, yeah. do. He can't keep doing this. Fuck him. At some point, enough is enough. But but I know in my heart of hearts, I don't know if enough will ever be enough. I will keep taking CM Punk back. And shame fair. on me for saying. No, it, I but. get it. I totally get it. Especially because it's one of those like, I. It's just one. Of, I, I don't know, man. It was the shame on me. You know, sh- uh, fool, fool me, me once, once. You know, type. It was just like you know what. I can't keep going back to the well expecting to not get hurt. You know, yep. so it's just one of those like. All right, no, and then you just—it's it, one of those. Is I don't want to see others, especially like FTR, or Danhausen, like guys are like in a way tied to him. Not even tied, but how they're going about like acting like it wasn't a thing, or like yeah, yo downplaying it. Yeah, like yo, hey, he kind of shit on the boss, and again, whatever Tony Khan gets, kind of deserves whatever because sure. he lets 
Chris Jericho and uh, everyone kind of run, you know, and to me, I know that you say, like, uh, guys like Moxley, like, it's not a inmates run in the asylum. Yeah. Pretty sure it is, but yeah, like, yeah. you got guys just rolling Tony Khan over. Yeah, you know? and this is no, this doesn't help against that argument at all. No, right? Yeah. So it's just one of those like, all right, you can keep telling me, but from what I see, it's just like yeah. all you got to do is tell Tony Tony Khan how it is, and he goes, oh, okay, that's how yeah. it is. So, yeah. so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if Punk uh, screws everything up yet again, or if you know this time things run smooth for a long time and we get great programming. Because the one thing you say what you want about CM Punk as a person, yeah, as a performer, the dude is legit. He is. It's just my, especially at this stage of the game. It's like you know, I get it. Like he's been training. You see, like the hints of it, whatever. Is he still? Does he have the longevity? You know, does if, he have that? Like, if they use him in the ring sparingly, right? I right. think he does because I think he can carry a he can carry a long promo without having to do too much ring work, uh, or a long program. Excuse me, without having to do too much ring work. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I don't know, but it, it, it's you know, like you said, it was done. Arguably, it's got to be done for ratings. Yeah, it's gonna get me to tune in now. Will I'll definitely it... check out the first show if I don't have anything going. You know, which first I think show is gonna like... get great ratings. Yeah, and I think that's what they're hoping. You know, that was yeah. the main reason why they announced it. Yeah, but does it have the longevity? Yes, because it's, they did the same thing. If you remember, with like AEW Dark, where it was like YouTube first couple of matches, you know, first show you had Kimmy Omega and Joey Janela, you know, yeah. shit like that. Then five, six match, you know, uh, shows later, you got it's guys that, you know, nothing. nothing. So it's like, are you going to do that again? Yeah. Or are we going to have, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. consistency with, you know, are we going to have sto- developing storylines? Right. Now here's a question, um, that we didn't talk about at all. I want to ask you because of collision be announced in like, you know, obviously I would say, uh, uh, the ones that they've gotten rid of, you know, uh, what dark or whatever, dark know. elevation, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Do you think we will ever get a actual Ring of Honor television show on their streaming platform? I think they will. I okay. don't think we're going to get it on TV. any sort of television. If like... we do get it on TV, I can honestly see a Ring of Honor thing replacing Rampage more so than anything and else. I think that would actually be more beneficial for I agree. AEW. I agree. In the long run, because yep. one Rampage, you've gone you know twice now, or what three times actually for AEW shows. Three times. So you know, you know, obviously they tape it afterwards, yep. which is. To me, it feels awkward because yeah. uh, just having gone to WWE, you know, they do it before. Um, but then at the same time, it's like it you, it doesn't really have that great of matches. So why are you even no you know wasting your time? It's like you could be using that for Ring of Honor, sure. You know, and yep. like even if you did that after you know you taped for uh, uh, Dynamite. Dynamite just switch over to Ring of Honor and yeah. then you still have people that would probably hang out or whatever and it would justify why you know the crowd's a little bit lower or whatever yeah. but then you use that slot because it's all pre-taped sure. you know and I'd much rather watch a pre-taped Ring of Honor right. than I would a pre-taped right. AEW. AEW yeah I, well and I will say I think they I, I would still argue that they should do it before that's um, no, yeah, but yeah. It, like if they, I doubt that they're they're breaking the mold sure sure no, you know? no that's why I said that, but yeah, I would. It would make to me. It makes more sense before you know because you yeah. get people showing up. You know, yep. like 
And, and they're not tired. Pumped up. Yes, yeah. that is the main thing. You get you actually get them excited by yeah. putting on good matches. Yep. And then people remember, like, hey, yeah, we remember that we went to, you know, we saw the AEW guys. But you remember that Ring of Honor stuff that was before? That was pretty good too. I hope those guys make it. Yeah. You know, instead of yeah. when you're burnt the fuck out. You go, let's leave. Yeah. Let's leave. You know. Why do we care? Right. You know. And I'd say yeah, it would be that way. A lot of people left. You know, yeah. between Dynamite and Rampage. Oh, especially when we uh, for Blood and Guts. Oh God, dude, yeah. that was like. Uh, I only stayed around because they were having that that touring rumble. Yeah, the thing, rumble, which to me, and, and it ended up being a giant disappointment. Yeah, like I yeah. was so excited. I'm like, I finally get to see a rumble, and I'm like, insane. oh, not concept, really. Yeah, and yeah. they come out like every 20 seconds. Like yeah. it wasn't even. It should have been a battle royal. It should have been a battle. It should have been a touring battle royal. Yeah. Period. Uh, yeah, so do I think they'll ever get their own show? I think not without, on television, mm-hmm. not without replacing uh, a current show. That might because now sense. you're talking about four TV shows that they have a week, which I just don't think they're there. They're, no, 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 no. Uh, so I think it'll either stay on their streaming platform or maybe eventually it will replace Rampage, which okay. I would be fine with. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just one of those, you know... It, Felt needed to be brought up because we've always, you know, it's always been a thing in the grandma. Like, will it ever happen? Will they ever make a streaming service? You know, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. So, is there anything else you wanted to bring up before uh, we got out of here? Honestly, I think I'm good. I mean, I know we have the build towards Money in the Bank. You know, yep. LA Knight qualified, which is good. You know, LA uh, Knight qualified, so, baby. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's, about that's that. Gonna be cool. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what what the build towards money in the bank is and obviously who ends up winning the uh each briefcase yeah you know, that's gonna be the main thing for sure yeah we're definitely gonna get into that it is that's i think the the highlight of the summer season yeah. for me is money in the bank yes so uh next time we come back at you we will definitely be talking about all the progress that's happening in that and where we see those storylines going plus a whole lot more plus we'll start to uh maybe ask you guys what something special we should do for SummerSlam. SummerSlam yeah. edition we've been kicking some ideas around and uh uh oh oh to take a page out of AEW book stay tuned yeah. next episode for a major announcement yeah, regarding right. uh sweet chin musings and SummerSlam. uh but until that time he's luke i'm mike we're out of here hey johnny hit that music there we go